The duo of rapier weapon platforms advance through the ruined city, tracks kicking up dust in the harsh midday sun. Picking up the subtle change in sound using his Lyman's ear, Hesaya noticed that Khalid's rapier engine was reverberating. It sounds like it's purring, noted Hesaya. Its capacitors are fully charged, brother, responded Khalid. Of course it's happy. Hesaya was flustered. You're joking, right? The machine spirit isn't... Wait, interrupted Khalid. His voice appeared inside Hesaya's mind. Active minds nearby, filled with malice. Snipers in the building next along, waiting for us to be exposed. Ha, scoffed Hesaya. We should show them who they are dealing with. Aware of the impending danger, the weapon batteries advanced through the street. Sniper shots began to rain down, but Hesaya was safely positioned behind the shield of the rapier. Khalid hung back further, his rapier moving into firing position of its own volition. Khalid's voice scratched back into Hesaya's mind. On my mark, fire! The graviton cannons began to charge. Woomph, woomph, woomph. Then suddenly, both released beams of energy into the lower floor. Twin singularities erupted into the base of the building and the ground floor compacted in an implosion of force. Masonry and rebar twisted out of shape and crumpled. Slowly, but inevitably, the top floors of the building collapsed down, brief screams drowned out by the thunder of falling rubble. Slowly the dust cleared, then silence. That's all of them, confirmed Khalid. A fantastic shot, eh? The motor of Khalid's rapier rumble approval. Hesaya, however, was concerned. Brother, your rapier, it moves without your direct command? Yes, brother, responded Khalid. The tech priests have made their modifications, and I can now interface with its machine spirit telepathically, like the great Kalofis was able to do. That was forbidden, murmured Hesaya, more to himself than to make a point. They had fallen so far. Listen to your brother, scoffed Khalid. I know you are barely more advanced than the arts than a neophyte, but sometimes I wonder if you are a thousand sun at all. Nothing is prescribed for us. It is as Ariman says. The only good is knowledge and the only evil, ignorance. As you say, brother, conceded Hesaya, but as this is the first of its kind, I can't help but feel like we are field testers. Khalid waited impatiently until the robed figure emerged from his laboratorium. Well then, tech priest, what have I have you done what I asked? Can I control my rapier telepathically, like Colophus does with his automata? It is done, responded Concept, refugee tech priest of the Zhao Arcade Forge. I have removed its conventional control mechanisms and in place installed a crystalline psi control matrix. You will be able to... Yes, interrupted Khalid. Thank you, friend. With this advancement, truly do the Thousand Suns show how they shine above all other legions. Let me explain, legionary, the priest insisted, his monotone rasp trying and failing to show urgency. Only inexperienced telepaths should attempt this communion. The machine spirit has had to be fully purged to accommodate the crystal interference. If it is warp-infused, do you understand? You will have to assert your dominance to control it. I understand perfectly, grinned Khalid. Knowledge is power. This time, the battle came to them unexpectedly. The Dracosan armored transport thundered forward towards the rapiers, its hold filled with the soul sparks of auxilia armsmen. Could you not sense it? raged her sire, 
as he maneuvered his weapon into the required firing arc. Could you not predict them coming, jabbed Khalid. My mind is focused on communion with the machine. Summon the air support now, pleaded Brother Talkin, well aware of the threat posed. A bright light erupted from the tank. There was a loud crack and impact, and Hesire was thrown from his platform in a blast of ionized air. Shards of metal erupted out, and Hesire felt several impacts in his armor. None seemed to have penetrated. There was a sound of panic behind him. His brother Hamza's battery pack had been hit, taken a hit from a shard and erupted in a care grenade of acid that had covered the loader in smoldering fluid. The hyper-concentrated acid worked quickly through the eye lenses and neck joint, and shrieking in pain, Hamza removed his helmet and armor as strips of flesh came with it. A crackoom brought Hesire's mind back into the battle as Khalid's rapier fired. The graviton singularity hit the side of the vehicle, penetrating the crew compartment. The frame of the tank buckled, and the right track shattered, track plates flying. Then, as gravity reasserted itself, the entire flank of the vehicle collapsed. Passengers began to emerge from the compartment, some crawling, some seeping under the force of normalized gravity with bones liquefied. Khalid's rapier rumbled towards the fallen soldiers, engine revving excessively. Hesire besieged his brother legionary. Control it, Khalid! Khalid stood exposed, his body shaking and jerking, his mind locked in a trance. The rapier trundled over a wounded soldier. The sounds of bones cracking and mortal screams appeared to bring Khalid around. He made to move after his runaway machine. With a whoosh, a beam of red light hit Khalid just below the knee joint, smashing it. He fell forward, but immediately a second impact of light took him in the chest, knocking him back, and a third impact hit his arm, snapping it into an obscene angle. Like a tortured marionette, Khalid briefly stood, all limbs bent askew, before a final beam impacted his helmet, leaving a smoldering hole. As Khalid fell, Heshire took aim with his bolter. With a crack of propellant expertly headshot, the pintle gunner, who was so brutally taken down his commander with a multi-laser, piecing his skull shattering like smashed ploin. Brother Talkin rushed forward. Flame spurting from his hands, causing searing agony to one of the surviving auxilia who had disembarked from the intact side of the tank. Flames appeared to inside his void armor, broiling the mortal alive. A second trooper was carbonized by a blast of etheric fire and screams echoing in the warp even after the body had disappeared. The remaining auxiliaries were falling back to a nearby ruin in disarray, but the tank was still alive. With its engine struggling in one ruined track, the Dracosan began to turn in jerks and starts trying to get its alignment on the second rapier with its twin las cannon. With his own rapier out of action, Hesire had no choice but to use Khalid's machine to kill the tank once and for all. The rapier appeared to still be active, taking a strange pleasure in crushing the life out of fallen troopers. But with the non-standard interface, he couldn't use his own targeter. In a flash of prescient panic, Hesire saw that he didn't find a way to fire the weapon and bring down the Dracosan, then he was doomed. Rising through the enumerations, Hesire calmed his mind and reached out through the warp. He saw that the machine did indeed have a warp signature, more like a servitor than a legionary in brightness, but with hidden complexities beneath its surface. Hesire urged the device to still its movement, but was immediately forced back by an extreme hostility. Feeding! The interface would not respond to the control of someone not its master. Desperately, Hesire tried to give it firing data in the only way he could think, crude mind engrams and 
of danger from the tank and an imminent destruction of them both. What price? Just do it. Fire! The rapier turned whilst charging its weapon. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Crack through the gravity beam passed through the damaged crew compartment into the center mass of the tank, and the entire vehicle contracted in on itself, crumpling to a size which was hard to believe for a tank that big. Then the engine went critical, and a mighty explosion burst out, metalwork spraying in all directions in a great fireball. Kaboom! Brother Takan was bisected by a large, jagged piece of metal, his own body catching fire as he lost control of the forces he was channeling. Hesire is caught in the blast and thrown through the air. He hits something solid with a mighty crack, and darkness immediately follows. Colors swirled around in the darkness. Keys and cogs formed intricate patterns, and Hesire's consciousness floated through space. Was this the warp? It was beautiful. Gradually, the chaos assembled itself into structures. A grand pyramid formed. A temple of Prospero lost. This was Hesiah's mind palace. Relieved, Hesiah realized that he must just be unconscious and not dead. He would be safe in his mind palace. He just needed to... Another mind was there. A terrible beast squatted in a ruined corner of the palace. Immense in its morbidity, it was a colossal pile of corrupted flesh. Tentacles formed and tore at the mind palace, mouths forming all over its body, gulping down the masonry and swelling in size. But it wasn't a building, it was his mind. Hesiah's memories and skills all were here, being devoured. Hesiah gathered his anger at such desecration, projected a beam of energy at the beast attempting to sear it from his mind. The blast impacted harmlessly against it. The beast just chuckled, a whirring, revving laugh which sounded all too familiar. <laughs> Your mind is now mine, and your body with it. But fear not, I am a kind guest. You can have mine. The Thousand Sun Sorcerer was growing more and more enraged as he gave psychic commands to his rubriquet, trying in vain to persuade them to operate the cachet of weapons he had discovered. Operate the rapier, command it to move, the rubriquet just looked at the sorcerer blankly, willing to comply, but unable. Barely audible beneath the thrum of the running motor, Hesiah chuckled.